the championship season is over and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app. And hit subscribe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. Yes, we are back once again in your ears to talk about some washed thoughts, share our wheel knowledge, and basically try and look into the future and maybe get as much of a banger as me predicting Daniel Ricciardo would replace Nick DeVries this season. Hey, Tommy, are we, are we going to be on to another banger or are these going to be incredibly washed? Who knows? We've, I mean, we've, I think jinxing has gone out the window, really. We've tried everything and nothing's worked. So uh, I don't think it matters what we predict. We just have to hope that we get uh, at least one banger. (laughs) Please, just one banger at the end. Yeah, if, I mean, we've got a lot of fan bold predictions as well as our own, so hopefully at least one of them will hit out of the P1 community. Right, before we get into the bold predictions, uh, I'm going to share a five-star review from Maddie48 in Canada. If you want yours to be read out, please leave us a five-star review. Let us know why you love this podcast. It helps us out massively. This one is creative. Gentlemen, a short view back to the past. 30 years ago, Nicky Lauda told us, take a Verstappen fan and a Leclerc fan and place them in an F1 podcast. The name of this podcast is P1 with Matt and Tommy, which transcends all other F1 podcasts. They provide captivating and funny episodes with clear enthusiasm and love for the sport. They discuss many topics in Formula One, such as Ferrari's painful yet inevitable mistakes, silly season rumours, and often say the mantra, Red Bull can't win every race. Accompanied by Frank and their extensive wheel knowledge, that's not true. Matt and Tommy make, well, the Frank bit's true. Matt and Tommy make audacious and clever predictions for each Grand Prix weekend. Overall, Matt and Tommy create a podcast that leaves you with a greater understanding of Formula One and a deeper love for the sport and temporary hope as a Ferrari fan provided by Matt. 30 years later, Ferrari F1 driver Charles Leclerc called Matt Babe. Has it been 30 years, Tommy? Yeah, we've been doing it this long. Yeah, no. it does feel like we've been speaking about Formula One for quite some time. Uh, and I'm glad that a lot of you have joined us on this full adventure. Thank you, Maddie 48 for that lovely, lovely review. Um, and we now get into it. Right, bold prediction time. We sent a little message on social media asking for yours. We've collated them, as well as one from myself and one from Tommy. And let's see just how bad these predictions end up being. Going to begin with mine, my bold prediction. And I'm saying this with my chest because I don't think it's that bold as much as it is very bold. If you look at the running trend of what the Formula One seasons look like, Red Bull will not win at least three of the last 10 races. That's not Uh bold, is it? Nope, not bold at all. Interesting. Because it's coming true. I am in delusion land right now, Tommy. But look. What I'm going to say, right, is... They can't closing... win every... <laughs> well, that, that, but also they're closing the gap because that's what Sky, 
constantly tell us, and I have to believe they're brainwashing here, as much as I don't think they are closing the gap. However, we're into the second half of the year, and I feel as though Red Bull, they're, they're, they've switched off 2023 development now. The, the machines are off. They've turned off. They're all about 24. And maybe, just maybe, with there's rumours as well about Formula One banning DRS potentially yes. in qualifying. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I mean, that is hilarious. That is literally like, how do we... How do we get Red Bull not on pole, even though it doesn't matter if they're not on pole? How do we how do we make it so that qualifying baits us even more on Saturdays? Um, so that's a potential for something they might throw in as a as a banana peel for Red Bull. But I feel as though look, we, we always see, even in the Mercedes dominating era, right? We had the well, to be fair, it was Red Bull that was taking a few wins out of Mercedes um, towards the end of the season, uh, whenever they were dominating. But let's let's have a McLaren throw in there. Let's let's have a, a Ferrari, maybe maybe a little Ferrari win, a Charles Leclerc win, please. I don't know, but I just feel as though Red Bull might go off the boil slightly, and we see a few. We've got Brazil coming. That's an that's a that's a categorical locked in banger, at least. It's got to be. If Brazil's not a, a banger, then. That's all my seasons are right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, th- this is bold for me. Um, three races. In fact, this is actually giving me Mattia Bonotto vibes of there's no reason Ferrari <laughs> can't win all the last 10 races and then they haven't won <laughs> since. So basically, if Red Bull win for the rest of time, you can blame uh, Matt uh, and clip that and turn it into little social media graphics. So, yeah, sorry. And um, that's fun. Um, but no, I think three races is, is a big ask. I can see there being one. There's got to be one, hasn't there? Well, There's I said got I, to I, be one. I think I said in our social post that Red Bull won't win every race. Yeah, but yeah. this has got to be bold. It's got to be bold. Yeah. And to be fair, I could have gone with one, maybe even two, but I've gone for like a Daniel Ricciardo replacing Nick De Vries vibe here, where if three, if if we get three non Red Bull wins, I'm I'm cashing in. Yeah, that's, I mean that would be impressive because because they, they are just yeah. You mentioned about oh we got this with Mercedes, but it comes back to what we've been saying is that Max doesn't doesn't have that kind of oh, I'm done for the season like maybe Hamilton used to do a little bit uh, where once he'd locked in the title, he's like cool, see ya, peace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bottas gone. You can have a few wins if you want. Why not? Um, but Max, Max doesn't is seem a savage. Yeah. Yeah, Max is like, do I give Perez his fifth place? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah um, it's bold. It's very bold indeed. Um, we'll see, won't we? We'll see how badly that ages. But they can't win, surely. They can't win every race. But, I mean, if they well, did... Well, look, to be fair, if they did, though, it would give us something to watch for Abu Dhabi where we all tune in to see if they can genuinely make history. And, yeah, to be honest... It would be quite, it would be point, quite exciting, wouldn't it, actually, in yeah, a weird at, way? Yeah, it would be that exciting when Max is 40 seconds clear and we know from the get-go <laughs> that it's going to happen. But I actually, at that point, and it might sound weird as a Leclerc Ferrari fan, that... I would be rooting for them to You'd do it. You'd want them to do it, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, done even it. with two or three races to go, I probably would actually root for three boring races so we can actually witness, or not boring, like they can win. Let's have an entertaining race. But, it, but you'd be witnessing history. At that history, point, you, you'd be like, yeah. I watched that season where, yeah, it was difficult to watch because you want competition at the front, but I was there, 2023, where one team won every single race. Yeah. 
And Although, no, do I say that? Would I be rooting them with three races to go? Because no, I need my bold prediction to come through. So I'm going to be a little bit conflicted. Do I want history or do I want the point of a prediction? Well, you get both. You get one either way, don't you? So True. Maybe that's the plan. Well, no, no, not if it's one or two, though. <laughs> then, then I've True. screwed it. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It does feel like, yeah, this this. There's been so many races this year where I've thought like, oh, Monaco, surely that's where it ends because it's a bit of a and and if if there's one that I'd lock in, I would say that Brazil is the one that maybe is a bit of a a curveball that that might throw up something a bit different. Uh, we do tend to see that, um, but that being said, you know this season has thrown everything at max to a point. You know, we've had races where we mentioned it in our uh, podcast that we did about what the championship would be like without Red Bull. It's been a different driver, you know, each race almost in in that next best slot. Um, Sometimes been on pulse. Sometimes he hasn't. Sometimes he started near the back. Sometimes he's had penalties. Sometimes it's been a wet quality. Sometimes it's been a wet race and it's thrown everything at him and he's just gone, now nah, you're all right. I'll still win. Thank you very much. So, and it's yeah. incredibly impressive. It is we, impressive. We, we, have to, we have to say that as much as, you know, he's we a little bit too impressive. Uh, we do banter about it, but yeah, he's, he's driving unbelievably this year. Uh, next bold prediction comes in from Toby underscore underscore dot oh, oh 05. Wait, yeah, what? apparently so. Dot? Okay, anyway. Leclerc wins the Dutch GP to stop Max from breaking Vettel's record. Now, I promise Toby underscore underscore 05 is not my burner account. Um, But what scenes it would be, because we are going to be there in Zandvoort, um, thanks to uh, Tommy Hilfiger. So we'll be there. And can you imagine if I'm there when Charles Leclerc comes over the line to win (laughs) by one minute? Uh, after dominating and Ferrari back after the summer break. No, I, I don't think <laughs> you won't, this is you going won't to be happen. allowed. You won't be allowed out of the Netherlands. No, no, exactly. One, Max is winning Zandvoort. I have accepted that. It just is happening. The Dutch Grand Prix exists because of Max Verstappen. There is no way Max is turning up and not delivering on the absolute highest level, in my opinion. Um, so I can categorically say that this is a zero percent, especially that Leclerc wins. Like that is very rogue. Um, but I like it. I like the copium, hopium, whatever it is, Toby. It's interesting that if Max wins, we're, we're trying to find any story that makes it a little bit different when Max wins again. But it is, it is interesting that, yeah, he could match Vettel's record at his home race. Um, Nine so, in a row. Yeah, yeah, it would be another one locked in. I um, saw a hilarious conspiracy theory on social media, as you do, um, that was like, ah, oh, Max started his win record um, where, whenever it was this uh, this year, and um, planning to break Vettel's <laughs> win record at Zandvoort, but of course Imola got cancelled, so he's only going to match it at Zandvoort. So it's this is this was all the Max uh, plan, uh, which uh, has has now been ruined. Wow, that's how do people think of stuff like that? It's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, Le- Leclerc winning. We, we've had a few, and we'll go into this of like. Who's going to stop Red Bull? Um, Zandvoort is going to be one of those tracks. Yeah, Max is very, very good at. Uh, you know, it's his home race, but he's also unbelievably quick there. You know, he's won both races there, uh, and you'd you'd think, yeah, how's how's anyone going to stop him there again? But you never know. 
You never know. And uh, what you can know is if this does come true, funniest tweets, I will probably be recording slightly inebriated and yeah. definitely hung over the next day uh, on the podcast. <laughs> right, next bold prediction. Fergie's right ref comes in with Lewis will win one race. What's your thoughts, Tommy? My thoughts, and this kind of goes into the next question a bit um, about who's it. You know, you, you made your prediction about he can't win every race. Maybe it's three. Who who's going to be that that person that that takes it off uh, Red Bull and uh, finally wins? Is someone other than Red Bull winning a Grand Prix? And if I had to predict one of them. Like, like who will be the first person to do it? I could see it being Hamilton. Um, I think he's got that consistency this year that he would be there to pounce when, for whatever reason, you know, Max has a, a car failure or something. Um, and yeah, Hamilton's maybe quietly had a very impressive season. Um, and weirdly, th- th- we've not we've not done this as we do with the whole. Red Bull can't win every race, but surely Hamilton is winning another race before he, he retires. Like, I can't believe it's been, you know, was it Saudi last year? Uh, sorry, Saudi 2021. Saudi 21. Um, if you'd have said that during that race, that Hamilton, we'd get to this point and Hamilton would have not won another Grand Prix. You'd have been like, no, what, what are you smoking? What, what is this? And uh, he hasn't. Surely we're seeing another win for for Lewis and I could see it happening him being the one to end the Red Bull uh, dominance yeah it's interesting we say you know which which person which driver is going to take away victories from Red Bull but I think with the with the fact of we've had such a shift in that second fastest team I would I would argue that there's drivers to you know if we're going to go and get my bold prediction locked in and there's going to be three victories it could be three different drivers from three different teams depending on which yeah. team actually turns up uh, for that particular weekend, I've just got it in my head that Hamilton's going to win Brazil. I don't know. I just, I just see it being this massive thing. Of course, you know Hamilton and Brazil. There's an amazing, amazing connection there. He's got a citizenship, hasn't he? Like he's an honorary. Yeah, yeah. There, like, can you imagine the scenes if he does genuinely win Brazil? And that's, and that is a race where it's a short track, qualifying is very close, and we see so him. much unpredictability around there as well that. Um, Brazil is definitely one of those where I don't think Red Bull will turn up and go, yeah, this is 100% going to be uh, locked in for us. Um, you've obviously got Singapore. If we had a Fernando Alonso and Aston Martin resurgence and they figure out why the hell they've gone backwards with their upgrades. Yeah, and, that hype and has gone after Hungary for me in terms of them being good at Singapore when they were a bit washed at Hungary is a bit of a shame. Yeah, I've I've seen things though saying that Aston Martin know why they've gone backwards now and it was due to, you know, upgrades that they've had recently and okay. uh, perhaps they will, uh, you know, those Take learnings will, will <laughs> yeah, literally. Um and you know, don't don't discount Lawrence Stroll just chucking another 5 billion at it and yes, you know, please. they're going to get <laughs> they're going to have some slaps on the wrist maybe anyway, so just chuck a bit more in. What's the problem? Exactly. Uh, we all we all so, love a Fernando Alonso uh, controversial win at Singapore, don't we? Oh, what, yes, whatever we means do. necessary, get that yeah. thirty three. Doesn't matter how it comes. <laughs> oh, Nelson Piquet Junior. Uh, that was J- joking aside. With the the whole like, who's going to do it? Dare I say this isn't even a bold prediction? That the way Red Bull are dominating, 
you you think that the way it's going to happen is Max has to have a problem. He's not going to have a day off where he's just a bit washed. Um, and then equally Perez, you know, you're going to have to rely on him. It does feel in a weird way that you've got just as much chance of someone absolutely insanely random winning as Hamilton, Leclerc, Russell or whatever, because you're you're waiting for that crazy race. It's a little bit like, you know, the Mercedes dominance. And then when, you know, Gasly won that race for Alpha Tari, because it's like it's you need something so crazy to get them off the off winning um, that it almost feels like like that. So, you know, Yuki Snow to win. Let's go. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you managed to weave Yuki in there, but we're, we, we all noticed. Lovely. Uh, question, who do we think will be the first non-Red Bull winner in 2023? Are you locking in Lewis Hamilton? I'll lock in Lewis Hamilton, yeah. What about you? Okay. Hmm. If we have three, it's going to happen before Brazil, probably. Lando Norris. Interesting. Going to happen. My bold prediction that I nearly went for, and I've just got this weird feeling about it, is that uh, Piastri is going to win a race before Lando. And it, 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 would be, it would be like a bit... A bit like Daniel Ricciardo winning yeah, before and, Norris. And he'll be Norris kind of annoyed. Yeah, exactly. And you could just see it being like... And then maybe this whole narrative like, oh, you know, unlucky that Lando can't, can't seem to get this win would like bring up i don't know I just, there's Ooh. just something in my head that feels that could happen um and again i think it i think it comes down to the fact that you need something crazy to beat to beat red bull and it will almost be like a completely unpredictable race well it's not the craziest thing to think either because there was a much bigger gap like a much bigger gap between norris and ricardo and ricardo won monza yeah piastri is there or thereabouts with norris every weekend maybe a couple of tenths off at max so that happening is definitely not out of the realms mm. of possibility. So interesting. I'm going to say there's going to be a win for Lando Norris, a win for Charles Leclerc, and a win for Lewis Hamilton. Please, that middle one needs different. to happen. I mean, yeah. if we got to the end of the year and had four different <laughs> constructors Winners, winning, yeah. that would be quite bold considering how it's gone so far. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The championship season is over, and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app. And hit subscribe. (laughs) 
This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May the 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Tommy, let's go to your bold prediction. Okay, my bold prediction for the rest of the season is actually uh, one for the end of the season. And I think that Alpha Tauri will not finish last in the Constructor title, which is bold because they are comfortably last at the moment and not bagged many points. Um, but my logic behind this is that with the help of Daniel Ricciardo um, being a bit more of a maybe a solid driver and then pushing Yuki forward as well, um, they'll bag points here and there. And I was looking at the Constructors' title and I actually think that maybe it's not even Alfa Romeo, maybe Haas finished last because they are just fallen off a cliff uh, and seem to be a bit a bit rubbish. Wow. Um, but yeah, Hassel so they'd need they need quite a few yeah. points to to do it. But I can see you know maybe maybe a bit of a crazy race and Daniel Ricciardo or Yuki score a big points all and uh, the other teams don't get a lot. So yeah, I can uh, that's my bold prediction that AlphaTauri don't finish last. Well, there's a big fight uh, for seventh place in the constructors at the moment. Williams and Haas are both on 11. Then you've got Alfa Romeo on nine and Alfa Tauri on three. And you reckon that they I think are Williams are locked score. in seventh. I, I I don't even think that's a bold prediction. I think I think Williams will finish seventh. I'm confident in that. Clip, Clip that. it. <laughs> <laughs> you have just. <laughs> completely oh, no. and utterly jinx them now. Uh, you really did say that with the chest as well. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, on your prediction, uh, oh, God, they have a horrendous car, though, don't they? They um, sure do. It, it's not, I don't think it's the craziest prediction ever because, as you say, it just takes one one crazy race, one great sprint weekend, and you're back on. So and with Danny Rick... I think that he's going to, as you say, be a much better and more solid driver than Nick DeVries over the rest of the season. Yuki's come so close the start of the year. I don't think he's come as close um, more regularly, at least um, uh, recent, in recent times. But um, yeah, as you say, like, it just takes one big points haul and they could even thrust themselves up to seventh. Exactly. Uh, with, They're now a with... two-driver team, essentially, is my thinking behind it. No offence oh, to Savage and Nick DeVries, but it's No offence, like... but... Probably offence. Savage, but true. (laughs) Very true. Okay, next prediction comes in from Electric Vision. Logan Sargent will bag some points by the end of the season, 100%. That's what Electric Vision puts in. They've done a Tom Bellingham there and not not just said it, said 100%. Um, (laughs) This, difficult, difficult to say. He has been doing better. Spa wasn't particularly great, but he wasn't too far off Albon again. It will take one crazy race. One, I, I don't. Th- Logan isn't as bad as some people have been saying, um, which I find a little bit maybe unfair because obviously in, going into the season, we both thought that Logan would finish twentieth in the drivers' standings and that Williams wouldn't be very good. But Logan hasn't been that bad. He's a rookie. 
he's not been gargantuanly behind Albon uh, in the races. Yeah, he might have finished a few places behind him, but the midfield is very close. It's not like a Verstappen to Perez 40-second gap that you, you, you sometimes see. So I, 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 I don't think he will, but I'm not saying he couldn't. That's probably where I stand I don't stand think he's going to bag any points. I don't think he'll score a point, no. I do think he'll score a point. I'm going to say Monza. Surely Monza's got to get a point. That Williams, okay. that Williams rocket ship at Monza. You'd think. Yeah, if, um, if it doesn't happen in Monza, then I'm saying he's never, he's not scoring a point this I year. Mean, I mean, I don't think that was particularly bold to say that, yeah, uh, if, if that doesn't come in at Monza, I'll probably change my mind and go. No, no you're yeah. not allowed to change it. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You're locking it in now, mate. You can't yeah, change yeah. your mind no, as you go along. I'll lock in and say, I'll back Logie, but um, I, I am banking on a little Monza masterclass. What will happen sooner, him becoming world champion on your TikTok or him scoring a point in Formula One? I really hope him just um, on TikTok because I'm so done and so bored Mate, of it. Honestly, I watched, I don't know if it, was, if it was yesterday or the day before, you literally look depressed. It's because uh, I've, I've been away for a few days visiting friends and it gets to like half 10 at night. I'm desperate to just go to bed and I'm really tired. And then I'm like, oh, I need to record that. Damn it's TikTok. good though. It's good though. You know, some people think you're, you're riding this trend and you're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to go forever. And, you know, it's, it's easy view. Yeah, they but think I've like locked it in the, in the you, bank. You and it's like, it. believe me, if I had... If I had a draft where he'd done it, I would have posted it three weeks ago. <laughs> Mate, I did three videos for Charles Leclerc trying to be world champion, and then I just forgot, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. Like, I yeah. Your commitment to the cause is unbelievable. Right, let's go to the next prediction. Tom underscore George's Danny Rick to get a podium. Good God, this is the boldest prediction the boldest of the lot, lot by some way, but then kind of links in with AlphaTauri not finishing last. Tom is kind of banking on a, a a banger of a race, uh, a mixed-up race. Um, but to, to say he'll get on the podium, I will... This is, without a doubt, a big fat no for me. Look, love Danny Rick, think he's great, but that is a stretch too far in this current season where you've got, you've got Red Bull, you've got Mercedes, you've got Ferrari, you've got Aston Martin, you've got McLaren, all that are kind of in their own league right now compared to the likes of Alpha Tauri. One of those are going to slot into the top three unless you get the most insane red flag towards the end of a race and it jostles up everything. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, you're relying on a basically an Australia moment again, aren't you, where they red flag it with a lap to go. Hulkenberg's <laughs> fourth! <laughs> and then, yeah, Hulkenberg will finish fourth and not get a podium. Um, but no, this is this is incredibly bold. Like you say... Not not only that, but you look at the drivers that don't have a podium yet, which shows how normally it's two Red Bulls or or Verstappen and Alonso or Verstappen and Hamilton. So there's not many places on the podium. Sainz hasn't got a podium. Stroll hasn't got a podium. Piastri hasn't got a podium. And they're in good cars. Um, sometimes, you know, the second best car on the grid. And they've not got a podium yet. And Daniel Ricciardo's arguably driving the worst. So, yeah, very bold. Uh, this just relies on, you know, an absolute banger. I mean, maybe, maybe, just maybe this is the the season where every race is kind of very normal and then it's all condensed into one Brazilian Grand Prix where Daniel Ricciardo wins, Nico Hulkenberg's on the podium in a house 
and Logan Sargent's like second or something. And we just have like all the excitement of the season into one insane race. Ricardo Sargent Hulkenberg is your top three. Of that's Brazil. my bold prediction. I'm locking it in. 100%. That's your insane prediction. Um, <laughs> but one with which I will be there no matter what if it happens. Uh, thank you for that prediction, Tom. We now go to Hasta La Vista 8. There will be one race where Lewis and Max collide. It would take Mercedes to be good like they were in Hungary in qualifying, but Hamilton got such a washed start that um, we couldn't really even see that as an opportunity. I still think there is something there. You know, they haven't collided the last couple of times they've been near each other on track, which I'm very proud of both of them for not doing that. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen personally. No, they might, they might have a little, I don't think it would be like a big collision if they do. It'd be like a wheel banging front end plate maybe yeah. off or something. And it's like, oh. but that being said, you know, Brazil last year, we thought Max has wrapped up the title and they couldn't help themselves, could they still? Um, so. No, they really couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know at what point it'll all sort of calm down, if ever. But yeah, as I say, they haven't done it in the last couple of times. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of them. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, mainly because I don't think Mercedes are, oh, I don't know, it's difficult. Because then maybe the Lewis and Max collision will happen in Brazil and Lewis will go on to win and Twitter will go, sorry, X will go into meltdown. I think, uh, so I think another problem is that the, and this goes on to the point you made at the start of them trying to ban DRS. The Red Bull DRS is so good that obviously, you know, even when Max starts, like his overtakes have been a lot of the time just straight line DRS passes because he knows that's where he can get them. And you're pretty much defenseless, whereas... I guess Brazil, it was like on a restart, wasn't it, where he tried to go side by side. So you're kind of relying on that moment because I don't think they're going to collide. You kind of, you're seeing a race where Max comes through the field, but then their DRS is so good that they've kind of just breezed past people. They certainly do. Uh, we now go to the final bold prediction, which is Andrew underscore Tyrrell 8. Norris will finish P3 in the driver's standings. Now, if we look at the driver's standings, this is up there with Daniel Ricciardo getting a podium, in my opinion. Uh, Lando is currently eighth with 69 points. And third is Fernando Alonso with 149. So he is 80 points behind Alonso. And with a, as we keep saying, with that, this form of whoever's fastest, uh, second fastest on the grid constantly changing... Lando and McLaren would have to be second fastest for the rest of the season for yeah. this to even remotely be a possibility, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. You think uh, the problem is, I know there's half the championship gone, so still half the races to go, but the problem it's is... It's only 10, isn't it? It's not... Yeah, exactly. It's not, but, it's, it's, we're past halfway if we actually count. Yeah, but the problem is they... Yeah, the, the, the problem is that McLaren spent much of that half of the season um, really bad. So like Lando is finishing races in 16th or retiring, whereas we're talking about Aston Martin falling off, but we're talking about Aston Martin falling off and Alonso still somehow finishing races in 5th, 6th, 7th. Um, so it's going to be very different because, yeah, 80, 80 points, they're going to have to get a big a big old chunk of points uh, off them. So for me, this one um, is bold. I will 
One thing I am confident at, you can clip this, is that Lewis Hamilton will finish third in the driver's standings. Yeah, I'm like that's, 100% yeah, confident that that's going to be the case. No, no, you can clip that as well. It's not, me, but it's but not bold. It's, it's not, not bold. bold. He's he's, uh, And this is another reason why I don't think Norris will catch them is Hamilton is far too consistent. Mercedes are too consistent uh, of a team where they don't drop points. Like Hamilton, and they seem to be very similar in pace, Mercedes and yeah. McLaren. They're not too far off. Like Even when McLaren had that resurgence at Silverstone, it was Mercedes that was nipping at their heels that, that entire Grand Prix. So yeah, it's yeah. not like, yeah, it's not out of the, the realms of possibility that, that Hamilton will pick up a lot more podiums um, before the end of the season and then he, it won't be a big enough point difference uh, for, for Lando to close in. So, yeah, I agree with that completely. Uh, not the prediction, sorry, Andrew, but the fact that Hamilton will finish P3. But that's not <laughs> in any, by any stretch. Right, that is it. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to this Bold Predictions for the rest of the 2023 F1 season. If you're watching on YouTube, please let us know your bold prediction in the comments, and then we can look back on it maybe at the end of the year and see if anyone does like a miraculous, ridiculous, like, very specific prediction that comes true. Uh, we can maybe look back at some of the, the top comments for that. That would be amazing. If you're on audio, let us know. Go, go on YouTube or go on social and let us know as well because um, we do like hearing from you. So, Tommy, what is your final thought? My final thoughts are this podcast is actually going to go out maybe a little bit later. So this, but we've recorded it. As, as time of recording, um, it's just gone six months pretty much since we started um and uh, yeah we put a few social bits out we've not really because because it's right in the middle of the summer break we've not had a chance to sort of on videos and podcasts thank you all you know we i know we sound like a broken record or more is like thank you thank you thank you but um but thank you yeah but thank you and yeah <laughs> lo- looking back at yeah the the stuff we've done so far in six months has been the most unbelievable six months of my life and i'm sure the same for you matt it's just unbelievable so yeah crazy and thank you all for carrying on listening to our washed opinions yep i completely echo what what tommy said it's it's crazy to think that six months has has gone by um i, I want to thank everyone for for tuning in for listening for for being a part of this journey this crazy wild ride that we've we've entered ourselves on and uh, i genuinely if, if you'd have told me six, nine months ago, whatever, you know, what would your ideal six months for, for P1 be? Uh, it, it, even in a dream scenario, I don't think I would have probably predicted this or, or, or mapped this out. So it's all down to each and every one of you for lis- listening and supporting us and, and tuning in every, every podcast, every video. It's, it's utterly unbelievable. Um, and hopefully we never wake up because uh, this all feels like a dream. If we'd have done a podcast at the start of the year say our bold predictions for p1 and we'd have said go to monaco on the red bull boat and you know film with drivers and stuff i'd have been screenshotting it on twitter and saying that we're washed on what we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) and on that note we will see you very soon for another piece of content adios goodbye bye that was a very loud bye (laughs) bye bye P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.